You're listening to the Lux Life Discovered Podcast, where we talk with people who are living a lifestyle that reflects their passion, because we believe everyone should be living their best life, their Lux Life. The show is hosted by Rick Steiner with Steiner Event Group, a premier national event planning company, and co-hosted by Shannon Richmond, the vice president of the Panama City Beach Chamber of Commerce. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notifications of future episodes. The show is produced by 30A Media and is broadcast on your favorite podcast outlets, as well as YouTube, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TVs, and other major brand smart TVs. Hello, I'm Rick Steiner with Steiner Event Group. Welcome back to Lux Life Discovered. Our co-host is Shannon Richmond with the Panama City Beach Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you, Rick. Always love being on your podcast. Well, thank you. And I have a great guest today who has a really interesting concept that, and I'll, we'll get into that in just a minute, but Chase is with Jim Share out of uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Jim, you like mean Jim? Jim, G-Y-M. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, Chase, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's an honor. Well, it was great to meet you. At, we met at FitCon in Salt Lake a couple what weeks ago. What were you ago. doing there? I worked with FitCon to help put it, do it. Oh. Yeah, that's why I went to Salt Lake City. Anyway. Who knew? So, yeah. And so um, Chase brought his business cards for us to put in the swag bags. And he has a, a it's called Gym Share. And Chase, kind of tell people, you'll, you'll do a better job of explaining it than I will. Yeah. But it was something when he told me, I was just like, this makes so much sense. And we okay. need to have him on the podcast. And luckily, he was nice enough to agree. And here we are. So, yep, of course. Um, so, Gymshare is a home gym sharing platform similar to Airbnb, just for home gyms. The, the whole purpose of Gymshare is privacy, right? So, um, my wife and I, uh, well, um, so. About last year, we, um, we used to attend the local big box gym and I hated waiting in line for weights. That was one of my biggest pet peeves in the entire world. And it was very frustrating. Whereas my wife, on the other hand, she did not feel comfortable exercising in a crowded gym. And so we decided to invest in our own home gym. And then we realized that a lot of other people felt the same way as us in our neighborhood. And so all of a sudden we found out that only 19% of the U.S. population has a gym membership today, yet only 33% actually use it. And we found the reasons why they felt uncomfortable, they didn't like waiting in line for weights, and they didn't like the crowdedness of a gym. So that's where Gymshare was born, a private gym experience. And of course, we're just seeing Chase from, from his neck up, but Chase has spent a lot of time in the gym. He's hogged those weights several times <laughs> himself, so no, I'm just kidding. So do they book it like they would book a Airbnb? How does that work? Uh, it's, it's very similar um, to how it's booked with the Airbnb. However, right, we want people to have a similar experience to as they're attending a gym today. Typically, people don't go on vacation every day which is why the per like per trip model works for Airbnb. Whereas with a gym, right? People like myself tend to work out every day. Some people work out twice a week or three times a week, but more often than you would go to an Airbnb. So where price is structured, it's a per state model, right? Where a gymmer, which are called our users, can attend any gym they want, on our platform within that given state for the same price you don't have to pay anything extra so it's a subscription model like a membership at a normal gym 
Isn't that cool? It's I mean, so cool. it's one of those things when he explained it to me, I was just like, God, this just made. Oh, uh, Rick, I can't hear you anymore. Sorry. Oh, there we go. I'm good. Okay, okay. he's good. All right. Okay, so this is a, a year old. Is it even a year yet? Have you? It, it is not. Yeah, so, so I started this company about six months ago, and it's been live for about three. Wow. Oh, wow. So, and how yeah. many um, people do you have on your platform? Yeah, great question. So right now, we're, we actually eclipsed over 300 people in the last three months, uh, Jimmers. Yes, I know. And, and then we have, yeah. <laughs> and Gosh. then uh, we have about, we're... 12 home gyms and mainly in Utah uh, that have been onboarded. We have, um, and then we have three pending one in Evanston, Wyoming, uh, one in Idaho. And then we're going to get a few, we're going to get one down in St. George, Utah. So that'll be a good destination. So you've got that many users and that not a large number of gyms. So that's really pretty short. So whoever has the gyms are really on the home gyms are benefiting very well. Uh, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, yeah. they are. I mean, that's a good thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> do you have a home gym? Uh, I do. Yes. So, my home gym was the first one on the platform, just trying to work out through all the kinks. So, hence why it wasn't live for three months because I did all the tests on my home gym for the first three. So, is your gym used so much you don't get to use it now? Well, let's just say I have to reserve it every time I want to use it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and I'm sure your gym is probably has all the bells and whistles because, hey, you know, you've got to make it look good if you have everything. So that's the other part, though, that does lead to a good question. Did, did that help you know what to look for in a home gym as far as like when you have add other home gyms to your your base, like what they have yes. to offer? Yeah. Yes, sir. That's a great question. So in order to create a private experience, we don't want people walking through the home gym owner's living area, right? right? And so the way it works on Gymshare and, and my home gym in particular. So when I first moved into my house, uh, I had an open bay three car garage. So the only way my wife would feel comfortable with having people come and use the gym, because there's already a side entrance um, to let themselves into the third car specifically, is I had to build a wall to separate it from the other two car. So then when people enter the gym, they don't see my stores, they don't see my cars, they can't get into my house. It's separated from my living area with a separate exclusive entrance to access it from the outside. Gymmers each have their own distinct code that they use to let themselves in and they let themselves out without ever interacting with me at all. Oh, that's good, yeah. Um, I, so how do you determine, do you do a video of their gym? How do they qualify to be a home gym for your platform? Great question. So uh, through our signup process, there are certain check marks that they have to acknowledge, right? The separate from the living area, separate entrance, right? They need to have like, uh, they need to list out what types of equipment they have, like cardio. And, and then what is happening is we actually jump on a video call like this and inspect their gym to see we have them show us if everything's working, nothing's broken, right? And then they show us the separate entrance, show us how it's separate from the living area, right? Oh, Just to make sure that already. everything is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so you're you're expanding more in Utah, and then you said Wyoming, and then what, there was another state that you said you were in. Idaho. Idaho, yeah. Okay. I hear Florida in your future. Yeah, that's, I know what she's getting at, for sure. <laughs> so what if, okay, seriously though, what if someone down in 38 Florida, Rosemary Beach, Alice Beach, Panama City, all that area, what if someone wanted to be part of your network? Is that possible? It is, yes. So um, currently right now we're in beta. So there are certain parameters that they need to go through. It's a little bit more of a manual process, hence why we haven't expanded a whole lot because okay. we want to keep it fairly um, controlled uh, for right now just to work through all the kinks. Right now, though, through a home gym on our network, and if someone in Florida wanted to onboard onto our platform, we would 100% welcome them. They would just have to provide us all the feedback, make sure that when we actually do go on the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store as apps, that uh, people, it'll be well, well run through, if, if that makes sense. Um, and the beauty of Gymshare uh, from like from the perspective is that there are two responsibilities for a home gym owner um, to, to really be successful. One, constantly invite people to exercise in their gyms. And two, make sure that no one else uses your gym either. You're essentially competing with other right. people in the same state. The point of that is, and the point of Gymshare, our mission statement is to help create a healthier society. The fitness industry today is worth $30.8 billion, right? Wow. Yet only 19% of the U.S. population has a gym membership today, and only 33% actually use it. There's a very big disconnect there. And so as a company, we really want to help change communities, help people exercise. That's why we're having all the home gym owners compete one with another within the same state, so that not only are their gyms awesome, right? Mm -hmm. But also they're getting people actually exercise. So as long as the person comes at least once per month, then they're able to get paid on that person's individual subscription. Wow. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So I know you, you said the, about the privacy and then also not waiting in line for the weights, but how did this concept, I mean, how did you take it from just those two factors to actually this concept because I mean, it's, it's so, I don't, I want to say it's simple. I don't mean like that, but it's just so, what's the right word? It's like, just, why didn't you think about yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not simple. I don't mean that, but it's just <laughs> like a, like a given that it's like, yeah, why didn't, why yeah, didn't we think yeah. of that? That's so awesome. I mean that in a good way. I don't know if it's coming across, but I mean that in a positive way. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a very simple concept. Why did no one think of it before? Yeah. Right. I was thinking the same exact thing when I first came up with the idea. Um, that so, what what did it for me was when I was allowing people to come into my gym. These were people who hadn't worked out in three, five, seven years, and all of a sudden now they're working out two to three times a week. Right. Right. And so I realized that it was changing people's lives, obviously on a very small scale. So what we did was we built a very simple version um, of, of our app at the time, where essentially it was just a calendar and they could schedule times that they wanted to use. Now we've um, obviously grown it, expanded it a lot more and made it more, um, just more robust. But that's how it started, a very, very small scale, just scheduling a time. And that was it. 
And so everybody's gym doesn't need to be the same. Like one homeowner has a different gym and this, but they have to have probably the essential pieces, but they're not all the same, correct? Correct. Yep. Um, that's what we like with the the uniqueness of yeah. the gym. So eventually, once we have a lot more gyms, we plan to add a uh, filtering feature similar to what you see on Airbnb or DoorDash. So like, let's say wow. on DoorDash, you want pizza, right? You click pizza and it filters all the restaurants within 30 miles or whatever the radius is that have pizza, that sell pizza. On Gymshare, it'd be a very similar experience. Let's say you, you let's say you like using a Peloton bike, for example. Then you click Peloton, and then you filter all the gyms that have a Peloton. That's, yeah. That's so That's cool. cool. Yeah. So so the beauty is is that like as a traveler, like I, I travel for for work, not just for uh, what I do here for Gymshare, but also my uh, other full time job at Adobe. Um, I, I travel for work and sometimes I choose the hotel based on their gym situation, but sometimes I, depending on where I'm going, I don't really have a whole lot of options. So my thought was when I was traveling too, is how cool would it be if I could open up the Gymshare app, look at all the gyms within 10 to 15 minutes from me and say, I want a gym that has this and oh, I go, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so what we're requiring right now and what people have found they like the most are the five core essentials, right? So that's two forms of cardio, typically like a treadmill or a bike or a rower or elliptical, what have you, right? Dumbbells, cable machine, um, squat rack slash bench press, right? Those are typically the five core essentials that we see that people um, that people like. And so as long as they have some sort, like three out of the five or four out of the five or five out of the five, then um, th then we definitely want them. But if they could have a myriad of different yeah. types of fitness equipment. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And it's that getting those items, I mean, you're going to get paid back and then they're still yeah. your items. Yeah. And so you just go to work, do your job, and this thing's making its own money. Correct. And you have people that are using that will take care of it and that would genuinely oh, yeah. want to be there. That, so, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. not because they have a membership to the gym that they don't use, they want yeah. to use. Sure. I love that idea. Now you know why I was Thank so you. impressed when I met him. Yeah. Tell me this concept. It's <laughs> yeah. like, okay, we have to have him on the podcast. I like that. So tell everybody a little bit about your, your background. Have you ever competed? Because, I mean, it's obviously you... you like to work out. Well, you know what you're doing <laughs> in the gym. So yeah. So what, what is your, your background? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I, I grew up uh, essentially um, with fitness in my blood. Uh, my dad, um, he, he has since passed. Um, uh, he was a Mr. Universe judge and oh, really? so and trainer. So he trained uh, bodybuilders in the past. So my brother and I were started training at a at a reasonably young age, I guess you could say. Um, so so that's how I was really brought up in, in the gym. I, I eventually became uh, an athlete playing lacrosse. I don't know if you've heard of that sport before. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I played for my university at, at Brigham Young University in Utah. And so, uh, but yeah, and then I coached for them too. So that, that's really my background when it comes to athletics. But uh, I'm originally from California. And then I have uh, two kids, um, four and two years old. And then I have another on the way. Oh, wow. so lacrosse, that's a tough sport because you've got to be physically fit I, plus run. And I could, well, I exactly. Run. I could, yeah. So <laughs> that is gone. But yeah, I, um, 
how did you, of course, lacrosse, I guess, was, that was uh, a common sport in your area, right? When you were growing up? Uh, in Northern California, yes. It was, it was pretty common as I was growing up. So, yeah, it's mainly an East Coast sport. But, right. That's uh, what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. most of the colleges that I watch play, they are in the Northeast area. So that's, yeah. So. Yep. What is your biggest challenge that you can say <laughs> that I got a, this challenge that I need to overcome or, hey, I'm working on this challenge. What is What do you feel like is your biggest challenge right now? Of in where regards you are? to gym share. Yes. Okay. I would say our biggest challenge right now is making sure we don't scale too quickly. True. Some people make right? that because, mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so we want to make sure this is controlled and to the point where people are enjoying their experience. We can iterate on the app. Hence why we're keeping this very close to the chest for now versus just saying, hey, anyone in the entire world, come on a gym share. Right. So. Um, well, we're gonna. But I can still tell gonna, my friends here, right? Yeah, we're still gonna speed it up oh, down yeah. here. <laughs> You'll be like, okay, why did I do the podcast? Everybody from Florida is calling me. No. Well, it, it would be great. It would be awesome to have people in Florida. We we would welcome. Then we can use their gym. True. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. There you go. Well, and you did bring up a good point that there are so many gym memberships that people have, myself included, who or traveling so much or on the road or just too lazy to go. But you know, they're, they're paying 30 to $50 a month and never using their gym membership. So I have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I do too. So, yeah, but um, I think it's a neat concept. Like I said, that just, I was so impressed with it that I am. Um, all right, we're having a little trouble now. So what do you do on your free time? I know you have a full-time job and then the gym share, and then you're about to have three children. Um, so yes. what's your free time look like? Uh, spending time with my kids uh, and my wife, of course, um, is, is primarily what I do in my free time. And then uh, supporting my nieces and nephews in their adventures and sports and stuff like that. Uh, and then other than that, just dreaming. Uh, dreaming of Gymshare and dreaming of it being a global company to be able to support and help people all across the world. Have you ever thought about Shark Tank? I, I have actually. <laughs> I, I have thought about because you know your numbers, time. you know your statistics, yeah. you know what they're going <laughs> to ask for. I, I I do yes. I I I want to make sure our platform is a little more built out. We have more kinks uh, worked out before we uh, apply to Shark Tank. Uh -huh. And who would you want to partner with you? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so, I would say, uh, and I know they haven't been on the plot. I know they haven't been on Shark Tank um, a lot. I would say uh, Alex Rodriguez. I know he's been on the plot, uh, yeah. been on there a few times. Uh -huh. Obviously, Mark Cuban would be oh, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, I think a combination of those two. Personally, um, if I were to have an investor involved, um, when, when I was young, um, ooh, sorry. Um, I just get touched up with this. Um, my dad, when he was um, talking to me about, um, you know, like thinking about people's health and wellness. And um, he told me something that Arnold Schwarzenegger told him. And he said that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger one day said that he would love to see a gym in every community in the entire United States so that everyone can be a lot healthier. Right. And so I've, I have modeled our mission statement after that fact um, 
solely because I, I see people in our society today, obesity is rising, right? At a rapid rate, especially in children. And I feel this calling to help people with that, to reverse that, to help people get healthier. Because typically a gym exercising is the hardest part. Yes, you can have a diet, you can eat less, you can, um, you can take some medicine, whatever. But the gym part of it, lifting weights, exercising, that is typically the hardest part. And so yeah. if I can do my part in this society and help people by lowering those barriers and eliminating um, the things that prevent people from exercising, I believe I can truly make a difference in our world and our society today. So I want to fulfill Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, dream of having a gym in every community in the entire United States. So like, it'd be awesome if Arnold Schwarzenegger would invest in our company, but that's oh, you just never know. You're, <laughs> you, you like I to dream. Know. So dream big, put it out there. You don't know. So. Well, You're yeah. very, he's so passionate. Yeah, You're so passionate about it. Yeah. I mean, people buy into passion and you're passionate yeah. and you know your numbers, you know your figures, you know what you want to do to help people. I think you got, I think you have a great combination. Thank you. You're so welcome. when you first started that. this, did you run into any kind of resistance or did anybody tell you that it is too, it's just, you know, that it's so obvious that, you know, if it was going to be successful, somebody else would have done it, that type thing, you know? Well, yeah. Um, only a few people told me that, but um, I listen to motivational speeches every single day. When I, when I exercise, when I train myself, I listen to motivational speeches every single day. And um, when I hear people tell me that, it fuels my fire. It fuels right. my passion. Yeah. And I say to myself, I may not be successful today, but I will be successful in the future, Right that it may not happen immediately, but if I work and if I grind and if I continue to be a person who's driven by purpose instead of driven by money, mm -hmm. then I will help influence our society and benefit our society long-term and I will be successful. Maybe not immediately, but absolutely and definitely. Oh, I believe you will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. No doubt, no doubt. Well, I, um, so, Six month goal. Let's hear that on Jim Share. What is that? Um, so we want to have. Um, so at, so out of our three hundred gymmers, not everyone is going to gyms, and so I think our three our our six month goal by the by December is of a hundred gymmers frequently attending our gyms at least once a month consistently. Okay. That's our goal right there, and then um, in six months. I also, we, we've de been debating whether or not we want to take on investors right now um, because we want to take this first year, first full year to work out through all the kinks. So assuming all the kinks are worked out, we plan to start scaling at that point. So for example, Florida, Texas, New York, California, Illinois, you know, all over the United States is when we want to start doing that. We want to be very methodical with it. We don't want to just say, hey, anyone in the entire country, let's start doing it. Let's let's be methodical. But we want to start really scaling outside of Utah like we have in Utah. OK, let me ask you this, too. And this I don't mean this to be a dumb question, but you're talking about investors. Would it be better not to do it on your own than to have an investor come in and maybe 
give you input with their money that would mess up the great concept you already have? Well, let's just say I've been very picky because I've been yeah. approached by several investors so far and um, and a lot of them have had ideas that I did not like. And so if I'm going to take on an investor, it's someone who believes in my same vision and believes in my same concept, right? Because so, for example, I'll, I'll give you a funny story. So I ran into this, uh, this gentleman and he said, I love your idea. I love your concept. You know what you should do? You know those old grocery stores? You know what you should do? You should turn those into a gym. I'm like, mm-hmm. like, no. like, that's not gym share. No. Like, that is exactly no. the opposite of gym share. No. So, Dude, that's all so, the old yeah, Hobby Lobbies. Yeah. yeah. So question, down the line, would you ever consider partnering with some um, personal trainers and doing some where they can have a personal trainer as well? Like, Like, I wouldn't have a clue what to do in a gym. That's a fantastic question. So actually, before we started Gymshare, the company was actually called Train Me, which the concept was Uber for personal training, ah, right? Yeah. And so, um, and so the the problem with Train Me though, and the reason why it was difficult to scale, was the fact that as a trainer, as a private trainer, there are eight hundred thirty three thousand trainers in in the U S. today. Eighty six percent of them want to be private. But 90% of them fail within their first year for two reasons. And that we were part of this was one, lack of client, consistent clientele, and two, no place to train. Typically, when you go to a big box gym, if you're private, you're not allowed to train your private clients in their gym if you're not affiliated with their gym. And so the beauty of Gymshare is that you can be a private trainer and you can train anywhere on our platform so yes, there are a lot of trainers who do online training, but I've spoken to a lot of them and they said if they could do in-person training, they would. That's why they started doing online training because they couldn't do in-person, Got right? Because they had no place to train. And so that's the beauty of Gymshare is that they will now be able, that 833,000 trainers, 86% of them want to be private. Well, guess what? All 86% can be private now. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. In-person. So, so, so essentially we would leverage the train me app, what we did there, take the best parts of it, integrate it into Gymshare, right? And as a trainer, the beautiful part about it is, you know, the gyms here in Utah, I'm not sure if it is the same as all big box gyms across the country, but the gyms here in Utah, typically they, they one, tell you how much you can charge and they take over 50% of the cut, five zero. Wow, not crazy. And so trainers, typically have to find another job or they have to do two jobs at the same time, right? Cause they cannot sustain a low salary, right? A, a low yeah. um, mm-hmm. per session model. The beauty of Gymshare is that they get to choose whatever price they want, however they charge. So that could be subscription per session, bundle, what have you. They'd keep 90% of the cut, nine zero. The other 10% goes to the home gym owner. That's great. You can yeah. bring your own, like your trainer can actually find a place for you and take right. you, or right. you can find a place and bring your trainer. Sure. Yep. Well, that's a great idea. And, and, a, and a lot of times with that, sometimes the home gym owner is the trainer. Oh. Right? So that, and yeah. so the beautiful part about it is they get 100% as if they were doing it on their own anyways. That's right? fantastic. But now yeah. they're and, fed people. Yeah. So. Well, good deal. Well, I can't believe our time is up. So tell people how they can contact you on um, your website. We've got it up. Make sure that's all correct there. And um, 
that way. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, so go to gymshare.co. Uh, that is our website and feel free to email me personally at chase at gymshare.co. Follow us on Instagram at gymshare.co. It's the, the same one. So uh, feel free. I am an open book. Please contact us. Tell us about your home gym. Tell us how much you're looking forward to Gymshare coming to your state. All right. Uh, well, I like great. it. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Chase. We appreciate it. And that concludes our episode of Lux Life Discovered. And we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Check out Lux Life Discovered on Facebook and Instagram and on 30a.tv. See you next time on Lux Life Discovered.